0: Spiritual states, crying and tears. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us. With us, as always, is Dr. Michael Leitman. Hello. Hello, everyone. Our topic for today is tears and crying. I understand that there are such states. If they exist in our world, they exist in spirituality, too. So, from what I read about tears and crying in our world, it says that, well, a lot's written about this phenomenon. Besides sadness and joy, which we express in the form of tears, our body secretes... Uh, it also has to do with survival. I didn't get how the do tears have to do with survival, but actually, tears can ease violence against someone that can help a person survive throughout history, that's how it was. That's how researchers relate to this. And of course, it's related usually to some negative emotions. But people can also cry out of joy. And it's interesting that the brain cannot distinguish. It it doesn't care, positive or negative emotions. There's some kind of flow of emotions, and it secretes, it gives an order to...
1: То есть, как бы получается, что слезы они блокируют то So the question восприятие. is, вот, э, в, э, в чем вообще
0: выделения слез? What is the reason for tears and spirituality? Это когда не It is when когда не хватает правильной реакции. Na there is, there isn't the right reaction or the correct reaction is lacking to what is going on, then a person bursts out in tears. If we speak in the language of Kabbalah, then it is the lack of a clear, correct... Reflected, returning light, connection, the so-called Orh surrounding light. Where it is impossible to correctly react, make a restriction, Masakh screen, and Orme-Keef reflected light, then a person cries. But it doesn't always, it's not always accompanied by tears in spirituality like in our world because there is no body in spirituality. What does it have to do with the body? No. What it means here is that it is a certain reaction of the desire to. What is going on with it? The reaction of the desire to the entrance of light into it? Yeah, I suppose. To the lack of light, to the fact that it can't correctly react, etc. Meaning the lack of a reflected light, returning light. Okay, so that's clear. And uh, a few more words about our world. Our crying is a certain expression of our egoism. Helplessness, the inability to attain something or sympathizing with someone. Yeah. Do you think that a person can only cry for himself? Can he cry for others? No, in general, a person can't cry for others in any other way, only if he imagines himself in their stead, in their place, meaning he understands that it's related to him somehow. Otherwise, in no way can he cry for others. He always cries for his own and if whatever it is is close enough to him that he can't hold himself back or expresses emotions in other ways he cries meaning crying is the inability to correctly react so It's something that we can test, if I correctly understand. I mean, there is an enormous amount of people that even now are dying, something's going on with them, and our ego practically doesn't respond to it in any way. But if it's someone close, then, of course, close to my ego, then the reaction, obviously, yeah, you can check it that way, of course.
1: Uh, Interesting figures. A
0: person throughout life produces about 60 liters of tears. Yeah, but it's not tears of sadness or joy meaning tears that are a result of some kind of emotional experience, but tears that are necessary for moisturing the eyes. Yeah, they mix it all, probably, but it's interesting that from birth to death, people can cry, tens of thousands of people, you know, kids and all the different states we go through, etc., etc. German scientists calculated that women can cry from 60 to 70 times a year, well, men cry ten times less. Researchers also found that men on average cry two to four minutes and women can cry much longer.. The question is, what's the difference between male and female tears? I mean, spiritually wise. In spirituality, I can't say that there's a difference because in spirituality women and men are a bit of a different are a different structure than what we have in our world. Women or male and female tears, uh, obviously, why they're so different. A woman, she experiences everything externally more emotionally. A man experiences everything emotionally more internally. And therefore, uh, women's tears, like that of children and also these of men, they differ and are expressed more frequently, less frequently, deeper, in a more superficial way. So you're saying that in spirituality there's no difference between male and female tears? No, there's no difference in spirituality. Meaning, the external expression is such, but internally... Mm, No difference. Between a spiritual man and a spiritual woman, the difference in producing tears does not
1: exist. I read
0: in one of your books that tears, you say, are the expression of passive participation in the correction. Uh, Also, you described it as the state of smallness of katunot, meaning only a protection from the ego, but it doesn't enable you to work with it. What is passive participation and correction? Well, when a person doesn't have the ability to ask by himself, to demand, to participate in his own correction, but he only as if, he states a fact that he is in a certain state, but that's it. Then, as a result of this passive
1: state, he
0: tears out of his own weakness. So in spirituality, there is there is the smaller and bigger state, and in our world, there is the state of infinity until a certain age, etc., etc., and we see that little children, they tend much more to cry, obviously.
1: It's all... Uh, it
0: is a result of the helplessness that one experiences in spirituality. Yeah, that a person can't work with his ego. Of
1: course. And due to the
0: helplessness, he cries. Well, besides, little kids also learn how to manipulate their tears. So for them, it is a natural, instinctive, protective reaction. Well, that's clear. It says that the Creator he sheds tears into a great sea. So it says in the Book of Zohar, because he, as if, can't perform the correction instead of man. What does it mean that the Creator? As I said before, tears uh, are or reflected light. uh, These are those qualities that a person needs to express in order to clothe the direct light of the Creator into His reflection and then the, the light of the Creator will clothe in the light, in man's light, and between them there will be a good, direct, straight connection. And so tears are those are those as if remnants, surplus that man cannot correctly accept cannot address direct light in them, and therefore this is the way that they are expressed. So, in simple words, if I understand that a person needs to want correction and he doesn't, and the Creator suffers, if we're talking on part of the Creator, then yes. The upper pertsuf secretes or produces tears. Плач — это метод выражения чувств. Uh, Crying is a method of expressing emotion. What's the difference between spiritual tears and our egoistic ones? Spiritual tears occur as a result of a person not being able, if it is a spiritual person, then he cries because he cannot dress the entire Creator's attitude towards him correctly, relation towards him. And in our case, man cries because he doesn't have the ability to dress his emotions in the right form. Can we say that in spirituality, a person cries for others, for not being able to love and bestow, and in our world, for not being loved? Yeah, that he's unfulfilled. Yeah, you can say that. Why, after crying, there's like a sense of enlightenment? Is it like a psychological kind of, that you loose yourself up a bit from some tensions? Yeah? And in spirituality, do you also feel some kind of enlightenment? When a person cries in spirituality, then in it he also finds sympathy on part of the Creator in it. His crying is like the elation of man, of a prayer, and he gets help from above and can already dress his request in some kind of correct, proper form. In spirituality, it says that crying is cleansing. What do we need to cleanse? Man, by it, starts acquiring screen, reflected light, and can correctly understand and accept the Creator's attitude toward him. What's interesting is that the thirteenth, in the 13th part of Tess, it is explained where the tears come from altogether. Well, it's a book that in general explains the system of creation, where do all of our desires come from, etc., even before our world was created. And there it says about where the tears come from, that tears symbolize... Uh, the abundance of light. When light enters the kli, it's too much for the kli, for the vessel, it pours over, then that is expressed in the form of tears. Meaning what? That the reflected light does not have the ability to receive the direct light, and that these, as if remnants of light, this is how they're expressed in the form of tears. So I have a desire. I feel some kind of pleasure as a result of the connection with the Creator, and I can't accept that it's much more than I can take. Well, it's a bit different. It's correct, but it's a bit different. Because you're crying because you don't have the ability to correctly accept the upper pleasure, abundance, and that's what you regret, not because you can't receive it, but because you can't receive it for the Creator, because He's giving and I can't receive. Right? That gives you makes you feel bitter, and that is the reason for tears. How can you come to such a state? You do? If we're talking about tears in the source texts, it says that the sons of Israel cried for Moses on the steps of Moab for 30 days. What kind of inner state are we talking about here? A regret for losing such a degree, exalted degree called Moses, and that can no longer be connected to the creators through such a degree. So 30, it means then...
1: 30
0: degrees, 3 times 10. So it's a complete parçuv.
1: Yeah? Next. Well, I checked,
0: and in the source texts, it says a lot about this state, the condition of tears and crying. Because it is the clothing of light in such a clothing of reflected light that is necessary for the connection of the lower with the upper. So, we can actually say that the state of crying and tears leads to prayer, and we understand that all changes come through prayer. Yeah? Meaning a person needs to reach this point of extreme where he can turn to the upper force that changes them. Right. And it also says, Balasulam writes in the book of Shamati, that my soul shall weep in the dark, that only when he reaches complete darkness, the soul soul weeps what does it mean that the soul weeps meaning that a person's attitude towards the creator where he wishes to give everything to the creator and cleave on to him he sees that in the meantime he can't do it yet and therefore he feels that his soul's crying so, like in our world, it turns out that there are very many different states. The soul cries, creator cries, the sons of Israel cry. It's all in one person, right? Yeah. It's all in relation to man.
1: So, like in our world, there are different
0: kinds of tears. Some come as a result of... Uh, sadness uh, some yeah there's this concept that says that all the gates are closed beside the gate of tears Shalat in Hebrew the gate of tears and there he says
1: that if
0: the gate of tears is opened, then what do you need the rest of the gates for not, why not just go through the gate of tears then immediately what are the gate of tears what is it the gate of tears are not open. They open only when a person's convinced that all other gates are closed. And that there is nothing else to do. Then He breaks out in cry, prayer, and sees that the gates of tears open to him. So, a person is facing many obstacles. Suppose all the gates of the Creator are closed besides the gate of tears. So, why not immediately enter the gate of tears? No, no, a person doesn't feel that they're open. Only if he's convinced that all other gates are closed. And he cries. Due to his own helplessness, then he sees that the gate of tears is open before him. So what it says is one thing, and what a person needs to go through is another thing. He needs to be convinced of it by himself. Yeah, of course. So gates in our in our life can be what more or less? What is that? What could be closed gates in our life? Closed gates, open gates, it is the... Um, it's either a person sees that the gates are closed or that they're open. It's his adjustment to the Creator, the Zivugdaka. Okay, so if I am in a of form, the gates open, etc., etc. Yeah. Last question. On one of your shows, you said that you cry when you see examples for the achievement of a goal that was long aspired for, or when the where, or when the truth prevails out of all the garbage in a person. Are there other reasons for which you might cry? Well, <laughs> In general, of course, I don't cry, and I don't secrete tears. But inner cry is something that does happen where you have a sense of regret where there is the ability to correctly use, the opportunity to correctly use the current circumstances, and for some reason you are not able to use them. Well, in this case, you wrote in your blog that when you see examples of the achievement of the goal, attainment of the goal, where when a student aspires for this goal for a long time, and when he finally gets a result
1: then, yeah. So,
0: a Kabbalist cries only spiritually, Then in our world, it's not expressed. No, no. Not taken into account, and no one cries over it. So, I think we examined this from all sides. So, it's actually a positive state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good to cry. Thank you very much. All the best.